fucking get this shit right. We're fucking. Hey everybody and welcome to a brand new episode of Fat Guy Loves Cake. I am Joey Valentine. It is November 11, 2022. 11-11-2022. It is Friday and it is bright and early. I slept all night so I'm literally bringing you a show in the actual morning. Hello, how's everybody doing? How was your week? I hope it's been fantasmal. Uh, it is fucking ridiculous that we have this stupid time change. I've never understood the time change. You know, we when it gets to be fall, and in places other than Texas, it gets cold. And not only do we lose an hour because of the season, but now we lose another hour because uh, why? I don't know, but here we are. And you get off work at 5.30, and all of a sudden, it's fucking pitch black outside, and it's cold. It's so fucking stupid, and I don't understand why no one has ever stood up and been like, uh, fuck this and passed a bill or whatever. I don't know how government works as much as I like to pretend like I know a lot of things. And, and I do have a brain full of many, many useless facts, but I do not understand how bills are passed. I mean, can't we just all be like, uh, I'm coming to work at nine o'clock tomorrow, not your nine o'clock, my nine o'clock, the one I've been practicing for the last six fucking months. It fucks everything up, man. It's depressing. I like the sun to be out till 8 o'clock, man. That's cool as shit. I work until 9 o'clock. And now, at 5.30, it's fucking dark. And that feels to me like I'm getting close to getting off. But no, I got another fucking three and a half hours to go. Don't care for that. And I don't think anybody else does either. You know, for all the little petty Annie shit that fucking Americans get upset over, that they make a big deal out of, that only like a fraction of the people really fucking care about, why is this not something that more people are upset about? Can't we find somebody to be offended? Can't we have, like, the gay community or transgender people say that it's offensive to them? I mean, wouldn't that, wouldn't that like, immediately make the fucking time stop changing? If, like, a whole group of trans people were like, we know you want it to get dark earlier because you don't want to have to look at us. Then people would be like, God damn it, they're, gonna, they're complaining about something else. Just, just fucking let them have it. That's something I could really get behind. <laughs> So I'm a hockey player, and I have always been a hockey player, and I love hockey. And one of the things that was a real staple in hockey when I was growing up was the mullet. Well, we didn't call it the mullet, but in the 80s, early 90s even, the mullet was the hair that all professional hockey players had. But we just called it hockey hair. It'd be like, oh, that guy's got hockey hair. You know, they didn't call it a mullet. You know, in Texas, you call it a mullet. But anyway, I asked this forum that I'm a part of. I asked everybody, a lot of Canadians. And I said, uh, what do you guys call the mullet in Canada? And I got the absolute best responses, and I wanted to read some of them to you. They are so fucking funny. Okay, I have, like I said, I've only ever known the mullet as the mullet or the business in the front, party in the back. That's it. Okay, <laughs> listen to these fucking names. The only Canada, the home of the mullet, could come up with this many different fucking names. All right. Camaro Crash Helmet. The Kentucky Waterfall. <laughs> the Mississippi Mud Flap. The Alabama Waterfall. The Tennessee Top Hat. 
The Captain Planet. Did Captain Planet have a mullet? I never watched that show, but I'm, I'm seeing it in my head, and he did, didn't he? Didn't Captain Planet have like a kind of like a spiky green thing going and then like long in the back? Okay, you got the coat rack, the pullet. I don't know what that means. The 1090, <laughs> the seven, <laughs> shaped like a seven. The Canadian passport, <laughs> Camaro hair. Oh man, I don't know what any of these fucking mean. These have to be. Uh, oh, I can't say that one. That was pretty racist. <laughs> I don't. These must be Canadians. Larmoose, Mombover, Mulatino, Fem Mullet, Mississippi Bobcat, <laughs> and then White Trash. <laughs> the achy, breaky, big mistakey. <laughs> that is by far the best one right there. Oh my god, that is so funny. NASCAR sunscreen, soccer rocker, the Savannah sleeping bag, <laughs> the dirty Fernandez, the fuzzy bumpkin. Oh, boy. Okay. Well, anyway, I uh, just wanted to share those with you. Sorry. <laughs> like I was going to make a big thing out of it, but the good old mullet. I'd say uh, I remember uh, you, this is something you'll probably only see in Texas. I can't speak for the rest of the South, but in Texas, man, when I was growing up, if you were going to the convenience store, the gas station, there'd always be this one white trash family that had like a two or three-year-old come in, and he had this like sick fucking mullet and he was wearing shorts with cowboy boots. <laughs> Come on, if you're from Texas, you know what the fuck I'm talking about. Little kid, little shorts, big old fucking cowboy boots, and mullet, dirty fucking face, dirty hands, sticky, dirty hands. <laughs> Total fucking Texas staple right there. Okay, so, uh, you know, I love talking about celebrities. Let's talk about Nick Cannon. Uh, Nick Cannon just announced that he will be having his 12th child with probably the 12th different woman I, I gotta ask america would you do me a favor could you please stop having sex with nick cannon and i don't understand how does he keep getting so many different women pregnant famous ones too if you don't know about the shenanigans of nick cannon uh, i don't know a whole lot but i do know this the man was married to mariah carey they probably have six kids together. He had his entire back tattooed with Mariah. I don't mean like just a little bit. I mean like his whole back said Mariah. Now, I know I've told you guys before that getting anyone's name on your body is the kiss of death. If you're going to get a name tattooed on your body, you better make sure that they're blood-related, like a child or a grandparent or your parents or your kitty cat. But do not get a girlfriend or a wife tattooed on your body. That is a huge mistake. It is the kiss of death. It guarantees a breakup. Nick Cannon and Mariah Carey did not last more than like six months. Of course they fucking divorced. I don't know why. Maybe because Nick Cannon needs to put his dick in everything. Twelve fucking kids. Multiple mothers. I don't understand. Like, everyone knows that that's his thing, right? Everyone that he's having sex with is fully fucking aware that Nick Cannon is looking to get you pregnant. So how do the conversations go before sex with Nick Cannon? 
All right, Nick. Now, I know you got a proclivity for not pulling out, okay? But with me, all right, I'm not on the pill, and I need you to pull out. I don't want to have your 25th child, okay? And Nick's like, cool, 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 cool. Yeah, I got you. I'm almost about to do my Kanye here. I'm going I'm to let you finish. I'm going to let you finish. Let me finish. Let me finish. I'm going to let you finish. Nick Cannon, he's, he's in the bedroom, and he's like, no, I got you. I got you. Uh, as soon as I, and she's thinking like, okay, all right. Or I don't know what she's thinking. You know what? Maybe he says, oh, I was, I, I was lying to them. For you, I'll pull out. I don't want to mess with your singing career or whatever. The man who gets that many women pregnant, he's just trying to have some kind of blood bond between them. Because now he can call up any of them hoes for the rest of his life. He doesn't need any fucking reason other than they got a kid together. But here he is with the most recent one. And she's like, Nick, I'm fucking serious. Look at me. Look at me, Nick. You need to pull out. I'm not fucking around. And he's like, all right, all right. I'm going to pull out. I'm going to pull out. I got you. I got you. I got you, girl. Don't even worry about it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. She's like, Nick. He's like, okay, okay. I'm going to pull out. All right. Psych. Psych. <laughs> got you, bitch. <laughs> that man needs a vasectomy. Anyway. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. Let's take a quick break, and we'll be right back. Uh, I got a lot of shit to do today so we're gonna do another edition of dear joey and then we're gonna wrap the show up for your friday so you can go and enjoy your weekend hey guys this is lafayette from nerds talking the podcast and i wanted to tell you about our show every friday me and my friends get together and talk about all kinds of cool stuff like movies tv shows and our favorite places to have gay butt sex we love talking about all the newest and coolest things happening in pop culture if you want to listen to four guys sit around jerking each other off while talking about men in tight superhero costumes, then Nerds Talking the Podcast is the right show for you. Available where all podcasts are streaming. Oh, and please stick it in my tight little ass. Hey, this is your boy Nick Cannon here to tell you about a new product called Nick Cannon's Nut Buster. It's a powder you can put in your juice or your milk or your water or whatever. Gives you a big old sack full of jizz. When you're trying to get a lot of girls pregnant, sometimes you can't always sneak one past the goal line, so you might need a little extra help just to give you a big old sack full of spunk. You'll fill girls up so much, they'll be leaving a trail of your jizz everywhere they go. You will be slipping and sliding on it, falling down, getting it on them, getting pregnant on accident. You'll leave babies all over the place. That's Nick Cannon's Nut Buster. You can find it at all your local grocery stores next to the protein powder and shit like that. Nick Cannon's Nut Buster. Go out there and bust a nut. I love busting nuts. I'm Nick Cannon. What am I doing? I'm fucking crazy. Why does it burn when I pee? Why does he fart during sex? What's wrong with wanting to do butt stuff? Okay, so welcome to another edition of Dear Joey. Uh, not backed by popular demand, but staying put by popular demand. Uh, I'd also like to thank Carlos and Lafayette from Nerds Talking, the podcast, available every Friday where streaming is available, uh, for doing some voice work on there for my Dear Joey intro, and also for uh, for doing that nice little commercial for their podcast. 
I'm sorry. I have this fantastic fucking program, right? That makes voices. And sometimes they are so fucking realistic sounding. And when I was making that, you have all these different emotions that you can choose. Okay. So I'm, I'm writing out the script, you know, I'm, I'm typing it out. Like, Oh, my name is Lafayette nerds talking, blah, blah. And I always end it with, you know, stick it in my tight little ass because for some reason that's just so fucking funny to me. And maybe that's an inside joke that only I'm laughing at, but I'm okay with that. But the funny thing is, is I had that whole thing typed out and then you have all these different emotions and you pick one, you know, you've got narrative and excited or drunk or joyful or sexy. I mean, it's just hundreds of different emotions. So I was going through them to try and pick the one that sounded the most realistic, that sounded the least robotic. And I always, (laughs) when I get to the end, the last line is, Oh, and (laughs) please stick it in my tight little ass. No matter what voice I pick, no matter what emotion, it always nails that one 100%. Like sometimes it'll be talking and it'll, you can hear it kind of sound robotic. Like we're really into movies and TV. And like, there's a, I think the guy may be Canadian, but there's always like, sometimes they fuck up certain words, no matter how you spell them, no matter what they get the word wrong. But for some reason, stick it in my tight little ass comes out crystal fucking clear with every emotion. And I just could not be happier about that. So anyway, let's get to Dear Joey and wrap this up so you guys can go and enjoy your weekend. All right, Dear Joey. Recently, my wife told me her brothers have been mad at me for more than a decade and don't talk to her because of something I said at a family get-together 12 years ago. I asked what they were mad about and what the discussion was about that upset them, but they didn't say. They just quit contacting her. To me, it's childish and rude to treat their sister that way. Do you have any thoughts or suggestions? Signed, did not know in the South. Well, did not know in the South. What your wife's brothers are doing is called passive aggression. There are many ways to handle that. You can reach out to them and you can say, listen, let's bury this. or And you can try and fix the problem head on. But I would take the more childish approach. Send them texts and say things like, are your assholes as tight as your sister's? Or other passive-aggressive things like, you know, because we're shooting the passive-aggressive back in their direction. Uh, Say things like, um, your sister's got a great mouth, and after meeting your mother, I see where she gets it from. It may not solve the problem, but it will definitely get them in contact with her. And isn't that what she wants? Thanks for writing in. Dear Joey, we have a group of friends who get together most Friday nights. We go out to eat meet for drinks, or gather at one of the group members' homes for dinner and drinks. One person in particular constantly complains about everything every single week. They don't like the restaurant that was chosen, or the food the host prepared, or the place the pizza was ordered from. Once, they kept repeatedly telling the host they wanted to punch the host's son in the face because he was rude to the host on his way out for the evening. This guest's spouse also nitpicks relentlessly. It makes everyone uncomfortable. It has reached the point that the group doesn't want to get together anymore because of the damper this couple puts on the evening. My spouse and I haven't seen the group for several weeks now, but we miss them. Is there a polite way to tell this couple their negativity is a drag on the rest of the group and maybe they should seek professional help or learn to keep their mouths shut? Signed, Down with the Downer. Dear Down, There is no polite way to handle this. 
There is, however, a way to handle it. What you're going to want to do is join the group, and you're going to want to make them so uncomfortable that they have no choice but to leave. Propose group sex. Direct your conversation to the said couple that are making everyone uncomfortable and say, Hey, Bill, your wife's got a hot ass. We all talked about it, and we agreed we'd like to switch car keys. Ho-wink. Now, one of two things is going to happen. He's going to get upset and say that either he wants you out of the group or they'll leave, or he's going to be down. It's win-win. If that doesn't work, then you need to start hitting on the man. Follow him into the bathroom. Pee next to him. Look at his dick. Stare at it. I mean, don't just glance. I mean, turn your head and stare. Say things like, nice. And that's what I'm talking about. And if that doesn't work, just get all Kanye and come to the table and say a bunch of anti-Semitic remarks. At some point, one of these things is going to drive them out. Thanks for writing in. Dear Joey, my daughter is married with two children, and so far she's happy with a wonderful husband and a beautiful home. My concern, or curiosity, is that they have hung professionally done photos of themselves, their kids, their friends, and candid images from their wedding in many of their rooms on the first floor, but there are none of my husband and me or the other grandparents. Every Christmas, we receive another framed family photo of them. What would you think if we gifted them a lovely portrait of us? Signed, Unseen in Minnesota. Well, Unseen, did you ever think that maybe they don't want to look at your stupid fucking face? Perhaps they don't want to be reminded of you and the awful parenting you did when they were growing up. My advice to you would be to get a dog and shut the fuck up. Thanks for writing in. And finally, Dear Joey, I've been divorced for 18 years. My sister is also divorced. Recently, she had been going out with my ex. He picks her up at our parents' house where she has been living. When I'm there, I have to see this. My parents don't say anything to her about it, and I don't know why. When I was married to him, they always told me they disliked him. So now that their own daughter associates with him, they are keeping silent? This bothers me so much, I no longer speak to her. I feel she has backstabbed me and cares only about herself. How do I make it through this? It haunts me. I need your opinion. Can you help? Signed, Hurting in New Jersey. Well, Hurting, that is obviously a very strange situation for your sister to be going out with your ex-husband. Again, I would take the childish, immature route. Go up to her and give her a big hug and say, Welcome to the family of herpes. And when she says, What? You go, Well, it may not have shown up yet, but it will eventually. When you get flare-ups, let me know. I have topical cream for you. Or you could possibly do what most normal people would do. Whoop your sister's fucking ass. That's so fucking uncool and inappropriate. I cannot fathom how you have not lost your mind. And if your parents are keeping silent, it's because they know how fucked up it is to have one man bang both of your daughters. Your father is so fucking fucked up in his head right now, he doesn't know what to do. He's probably just given up. Oh, I would also say some things like, he's never going to fuck you like he fucked me. Or say some really uncomfortable things to your sister. Does he still like to put his tongue in the butthole? Does he still own that big pink 12-inch thing that he likes used on himself? And if so, God, I hope he washed it since we were together. 
All right, everybody, that's going to do it for your Friday show. I hope everybody has a wonderful weekend. Thanks to all my new listeners. I have noticed that the count is going up, and it keeps going up. That is so awesome. Don't forget to check out the Fat Guy Loves Cake YouTube channel. I put a new video on there every week, or I'm going to because I just did the first one ever. But there is a Fat Guy Loves Cake YouTube channel. There is a Fat Guy Loves Cake email. It's Fat Guy Loves Cake at Yahoo.com. How many more times can I say Fat Guy Loves Cake? Please, hug your children, kiss your kitty cats, and do what Patrick Swayze says. Don't leave baby in a corner and be nice. I'll see you guys on Monday. Have a great, great weekend.